A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have it get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone. Marcus here. Hope you're well. For the rest of this week and all next week, we'll be releasing a selection of our favourite football episodes from across a range of shows on the Stack Network. It's a chance to look back on some of our favourite moments of the season and introduce you to some shows you might not have heard before. For today and tomorrow, we're bringing you some of our favourite episodes from our Patreon feed. Our Patreon subscribers get exclusive access to two bonus shows every week and you'll be hearing a couple of crackers over the next few days. Today we've got two episodes from our $5 a month Ramble On tier. Ramble On is where the saucy stuff lies. Answering football's weirdest questions, dreaming up our own fantasy football dinner parties, creating our dream clubs, it's where the weird stuff is. Pete and Vish are regularly involved, you'll be pleased to know. On these episodes, Vish was tasked with dreaming up his fantasy football career, one that leaves him public enemy number one in Sri Lanka and eventually a murderer. Well, Jim and I create our own football club. If you like the sound of these, then head over to our Patreon, where you can listen to over a year's worth of Ramble On episodes for just $5 a month. Sign up at patreon.com forward slash football ramble. Enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ramble On. That's right. Come on in. Pull up a pew. Your glass is full. Your head is empty. And it's about to become packed full of good content because I have Vitusha Nihantaraja with me. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> I love being in this studio. With, it was just you and I. And none of the, none of the, none of the other chaps. Yeah. <laughs> you say that when I'm not here about me as well. All the you? time, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, today on Ramble On, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is something that we've done before with, with other guests and even myself. We are going to discuss the fantasy football career of Vish. Uh, who would he? Who would he play for? Where would the goals come? Because he is a striker, and I'm assuming that's what, what he's going to do. Uh, uh, where where would the trophies? Uh, you know, which trophies would he lift? Uh, would he be a captain? Would he injure himself and be out for a season, like we heard <laughs> of Pete Donaldson's career? Would he be dead at 42 again, uh, like Pete Donaldson? So. There's a lot to discuss here, Vish. There's a lot to find out, and it will reflect on your character what you choose, okay? In my career, I was winning Champions Leagues with AC Milan and Atletico Madrid. I won a trophy at Fulham. I did a lot of good stuff. Um, but I, 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 I suppose I didn't play for a current elite side. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we're going we're gonna to delve now into the mind and fantasy football career of our friend Vatouche. And Vish... Far away, sir. This is your fantasy career. You can make up absolutely anything. We do we do say within reason. So if you say, in my second season, I win the Champions League with Greenock Morton, which I suspect that you might have, have, have thought with. He's kind of like, well, I mean, that's a bit of a leap. So so you can come up with anything, but, but, but do have a tiny bit of realism, I suppose. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to start mm-hmm. within the 
the realm of realism, okay. as it were, because I remember when I was six, maybe a bit older actually, I went to a friend's birthday and it was the first football mm. party I've ever been to, yeah. or I'd ever been to, and it was at uh, QPR. Ooh. So I grew up in West Ham. a football party? Yes, okay. So Because that to me is like turning up and playing five a side. Yeah, it was. Okay. So basically we, we went to um, Loftus Road. Right. Uh, I was born and raised in West London, mm-hmm. and uh, my friend was a Queens Park Rangers fan, and we went to Loftus Road. Where you spent most of your days. Yeah. <laughs> Chilling out, relaxing, and all that. Um, <laughs> and basically, it's the same kind of premise. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, but um, next to mm-hmm. Loftus Road... Springbok um, Pub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't go in there. No, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, that would come a couple of years later. <laughs> but next week, there was an, ast- an AstroTurf yep. kind of caged area. Unfamiliar. Where we would play five aside. Mm-hmm. And we were taken by, um, I suppose, these two kind of people associated with um, with QPR, and they're all in the QPR stash and stuff like that. So we this got is a, quite big. This is good. So we got a tour of the stadium. Yeah, that's great, for, especially as a six-year-old. Yeah, it's lovely, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I might have been about nine or ten, actually, thinking about it now, because uh-huh. I don't think I knew this guy then. But, um, but yeah, so we were taken around a tour, yeah. and we had, you know, all the cake and the meal in oh, the beautiful. Actual, you know, looking out onto the pitch. Lovely. And it, it wasn't a match day, um, but it was still, you know, the, going into a football stadium when you're a kid mm-hmm. is a pretty incredible experience. Oh, it's enormous. Yeah. Although Q, QPR's like... Um, that's a good start because if you went on oh, my first day, I went to it was like Wembley or yeah, of course, Old Trafford. Yeah. It would be whereas QPR, having been to QPR a couple of times, you you do sort of the first time you are sort of looking around the houses, you go, there can't be a football stadium here. Where is it? Oh, you yeah. see that little that that's oh, oh shit, I'm right outside it. It's quite an, 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 it's very tucked in, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, it's a very small stadium as they go these days. Yeah, yeah, it's um, a nice yeah, really introduction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so so we were playing in this uh, in this game. I think we had three games during the day. Mm. And we were playing in this game, and like, you know, I, I think I, I did I did okay, but it was a, it was yeah. a party anyway. Uh-huh. And one of the we'd got introduced to a first team coach, and I can't remember who it was. Ray Wilkins. Yeah. Well, if only <laughs> if only Ray was there. Yeah. Uh, but but he um the guy who was taking us, you know, I I was a bit of a cheeky chappy when I was younger, and so like he was kind of like ribbing me and whatever. <laughs> and when uh, he'd had a conversation, he was just chatting to this coach on the side. And I'd just scored a goal, mm. and I, and I, and I was just like, "Oh, um, what was uh, what was he saying?" And uh, as a joke, the yeah. bloke went, "I oh, he, he thought you were a good player," but Uh-oh. at the at the time, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, wow, yeah, like this this yeah. this could be it." It's a multi million pound contract. This this is I'm gonna. It's going to be me and Kevin Gallon up front. Yeah. This is this is what I've always wanted. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's I've not wanted. not not previously, but certainly in this yeah, moment. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I always I remember then thinking, oh wow, like this is how it this mm. is probably how it starts actually because mm. I didn't really understand, yeah. you know, the I suppose the the wider picture of football mm-hmm. and academies mm. and stuff like that. So generally, there was about a week where oh. I was like, I've, I felt ten feet tall. Yeah, I, I would never touch. Well, I felt I felt five feet tall. Let's say, <laughs> um, and and yeah. So I so I thought for this. Mm-hmm. This is that parallel universe where I get picked up by Queen's Park Rangers Come on. off the back of this kick. That's a birthday. lovely start. That's a lovely start. So your first club is QPR. First club is QPR. And what are you achieving? What are you doing at QPR? So at QPR, what I'm doing is I'm just as a West London boy. Mm. And I, so I'm taking some I'm taking some current um some modern era yep. uh, you know, dashings and, and throwing them back on on mm-hmm. what would have been, you know, the mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so I'm doing that announcement video, or, mm. I'm, or basically, I'm. I suppose you wouldn't announce a child, would you? 
<laughs> like a gender reveal, maybe. Uh, some people do, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. For some people, yeah. But I suppose what I'm what I'm saying is I, I'm going to be part of QPR's drive of, of showing that they're yeah. a proper local club. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I am that West London boy. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm from Ealing. You're the poster boy. I am. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I'm going for here. Mm-hmm. And I'm you know I'm one of their own. Mm. That's what I'm saying. I'm one of their own. So, you know, you get that groundswell of, like, I do quite well in the reserves or in mm-hmm. the age groups, and I'm that person who's always on blogs, yep. you know. Uh, and then I'm kind of, uh, you know, I, I get my chance. You Fans know, are I, calling for your name. They're like, put Vish on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. And, uh, and uh, you know, there's a bit of confusion because sometimes on a team sheet I've got my full name, yeah. but I've got Vish on the back of my shirt. Yeah, and, Ooh, yeah, no yeah. one really knows. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I, you know, <laughs> I work, I work my way up through, steadily through that way. I mean, let's, let's say I take the Eze route in terms of yep. I end up... Being that person that they've heard about, that piece of person they know about, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm that exciting player. You mm-hmm. know, I, I'd probably send say I'm more of a forward, mm-hmm. more of a striker, outright striker. You're a, you're a striker, don't mess yeah, but around. I, but I do that. I do those fancy little things as well. Of course you do. You do the lot. Yeah, think of me as a cross between. <laughs> Come on, it's your career. You yeah, go as ridiculous as you right. want. And I'm going for a QPR slant here. Uh-huh. I think of me as a cross between. When Charlie Austin was at QPR, okay. goals, yeah. then Adult Rapt as well. <laughs> so, I thought you could have said Les Ferdinand, actually. Y- yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh-huh. I'm going to stick, you know, stick with, I want more to rap. Than yeah, okay. Thing. I like how you've you put that into a QPR context, though. So there was a bit of an issue with whether I would be a consistent goal scorer. Because mm. I'd always do the flashy stuff. Yes, exactly. And I'd always be on Twitter in the 90s, whatever that equivalent was, you mm. know. Maybe. No, I don't think it was an equivalent. Yeah, facts. Yeah, I'd be on C-Fax <laughs> doing fancy things, yeah. <laughs> You know, you like you had to wait when it was going through cinema listings. That's it would right. just be me like dropping a shoulder, <laughs> and then three four three would be my you know nutmeg something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so I do that. We get into the Premier League. There you go. There we go. So we get into the Premier League. There we go. And we do it via the playoffs because yeah. that's how you build. You know, that's uh-huh. how you build that legacy. A Bobby that... Zamora esque winner in the exactly, 90s. Exactly. Yeah. Although I don't need Andy Keogh's help. No. Can do it. Oh, Richard Keogh, sorry. Yeah, any Keogh. <laughs> yeah, you don't need help. You're doing it all yourself. Yeah, I've got the Keos to my own destiny here. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, so, so I've kind of, I'm not, I'm not, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not a barnstormy season. I've only scored 20 goals in a... Just 20. In a championship gap <laughs> Presumably about, what, 18 or 19? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you've only scored 20 goals. Yeah, so no one's really talking about you. Well, but, you know, yeah, championship season's a long season, isn't it? <laughs> I'm really scored. An 18 year old scoring 20 goals and get help in his side, get promoted to the Premier League. Under the radar. Yeah, yeah, under the radar. But, mm. it, but, but I actually come into my own. I actually uh. scored five goals during the playoff campaign. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It includes the winner at Wembley. Finish with a flurry. And I do one of those, I, I do one of those football focused things where they take me back. Where they're like, oh, you're from around here. Yes. What's it like? And I'm just walking around town and mm. like, you know, kids on uh-huh. bikes are rolling up to me and giving me a fist bump. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I used to kick a ball here. Used only, to buy my Mars bars there. Yeah, only I went to private school, so it's it's not as not it's oh, not as you? you know fancy a story. Oh, this isn't a fairy tale at all. No, no. Like, oh yeah, you, we just uh, you don't deserve any success. Oh yeah, I used to avoid Latin here. <laughs> this is where we used to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, so we just kick a ball up against here, which actually is the rowing club of the school. <laughs> and yeah, they used to get really annoyed about that. This is where I would recite Beethoven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, Beethoven. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I, so I do a, all that. And so I basically, ha- I stay with QPR for a year and it's a little bit, it's a little bit like mm-hmm. Zaha, mm. where people are kind of egging me on to move. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm kind of happy, but maybe I'm not actually happy. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking. Uh-huh. And then 
while you know I, I, I'm on I do so what, do you, what do you do in the Premier League with QPR so in the Premier League with QPR we don't really do much consolidate the position we consolidate the position yeah. we have a good FA Cup run yeah are you going to win a trophy no no why no. would you because then in the next season when the fans start to turn against me <laughs> Hang on. You're going into Pete Donaldson territory here. Yeah, because... And when they're going to sing like, you've done too much, <laughs> much too young at you or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> and they're holding up signs where they call me Pish instead of Vish. Oh, you've got, you have to have a spell in Scotland for that to work. Yeah, okay, fine, fine. But, um, but we, we end up finishing fifth. Okay, that's... I mean, that's a big season. It's a, it's a huge season, yeah. yeah. We end up finishing fifth. I mean, that's absolutely massive. Yeah. And, and so they, they forgive me. Okay. And then, I don't know why, something happens, but they're kind of going to go to, into administration. But we, keep, uh, but we keep it quiet. You don't have to keep it to that close to reality. <laughs> because we keep it quiet. Oh, because right. Manchester United are sniffing around. Oh, uh, here we go. I was wondering whether they were going to get a mensch. And obviously there's a photo, suddenly yeah. over, over Twitter, yeah. there's a photo of me in, as a kid in Manchester United shirts. Mm. And did that happen in real life? Well, I'm a Manchester United fan, yeah. Yeah, so you've always so been a Manchester Yeah, yeah, oh, so okay, they're loads, okay. you know. And I have to say in an interview that I'm a Manchester United fan, you yeah. know, honoured for the uh, for the interest yeah, yeah, and blah, blah, blah. And so they end up, end up signing me for about 30 million, mm-hmm. which is obviously then helps QPR stay afloat. So they, the QPR fans are like, you know what, you, you've, you've played really well for us, thank you so much, and we're really delightful that you've, you've helped us financially. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You can always return there. With your head held very high and have a pint in the spring box. And I and I say that and I say, you know, I, I can't wait to go back. Where really in my heart of hearts, I know that I would have fallen quite dramatically to go back yeah, yeah, to yeah. um to that part of Shepherd's Bush. Uh so <laughs> I <laughs> so I um I play for Manchester United. Oh here we go. So how old are you now? Twenty? I want to say I'm 22, 22, 22. 23, yeah. Okay, yeah. it doesn't work out with the kind of one season of the Premier League. But okay. Well, it was two, wasn't it? Oh, was it two? Yeah, okay, it, well, two, it doesn't yeah. matter. No one's going to get it. No one's, no one's looking at that. So I'm you're... as old as I should be. Yes, you're 22. Yeah. And I, it doesn't start particularly well, but I need to get people on side. Because I think there is a sense that, you know, they want to kind of promote their own mm-hmm. um, and just rediscover the glory years, mm-hmm. which I eventually help them too. You know, yeah. we get back to winning the league. We're in the Champions League. There's a little bit of issue at first. Where do they actually play me? Mm-hmm. Um, Who's the manager? Who would you fancy managing you? You know what? Because it's my fancy, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is still the manager. Oh, my goodness. He's still the manager. Okay. I mean, I know it's fancy run, but winning the league with Manchester United under Solskjaer? Well, this is where I come in. Yeah. This is where I come in. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, there are various different issues there. Me and Martial have a bit of a falling out. Okay. But then we kind of patch things up in a professional way. I think Andy Cole Sheringham type deal. <laughs> Never patched it up, but yeah. 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 <laughs> but we but this is so in our fantasy we do. Oh uh, of course. And it's it, fancy. And it, and it happens through kind of a, a, like a goal two moment where mm-hmm. I set him up and everything's forgiven. At Anfield, maybe? Probably. Yeah. Almost certainly. Yeah. Almost certainly. And yeah, I, and this is where the international football comes in. Oh, here we go. So obviously I'm English born and raised. My parents are from Sri Lanka, mm-hmm. and from a young age, yeah. I thought, "Well, it's quite hard to get to play for England." I didn't come through academy; I came through the birthday setup. Really, yeah, yeah, you did, at yeah. Queen's Park Rangers. Yeah, yeah. So I think, well, my best chance of playing international football is to play for Sri Lanka, uh-huh. despite being a Manchester United player. Well, no, no, uh, as in like, but so I've already so this oh, is the thing, okay. I've already made right. my debut for Sri Lanka at the age of seventeen. I see, but it just so happens. Mm. 
that despite the fact that I've played about 10 internationals, because yeah. I pull a bit of a Ryan Giggs, I can't be asked with it after a while. It's a long trip. When I know that I'm going to be good as yeah. well. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah, you, yeah, exactly, yeah. Mugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, because it's the FA, mm. the, you know, the, the might of the English game, we managed to get to a situation where we can have them wipe. They're not really... <laughs> You thought Jack Grealish was looked at, looked at, you know, with with unapproved eyes in Ireland. How are they going to treat you in Sri Lanka? He's played ten games for us. They were all friendly, though. Yeah, we and, and the argument laid down is that we were Sri Lanka weren't competitive enough for them to be officially ranked as competitive. And that's something that FIFA FIFA pushed through. Absolutely, and, it, and it's fine. It, really know. mugging them off. Yeah. <laughs> And so my my debut yeah. is at Wembley right. against Sri Lanka. There we go. As if it could get any worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. You turn coat. <laughs> so I become the first yeah. international player yes. to score yeah. and then do a muted celebration. Nice. <laughs> like that. That I do kind of, that is good. Do you know Danny Welbeck got a bit from pelters yeah. from Ghana from fans? From Ghana, yeah. And I, I actually, uh, I was doing a little sort of Q&A thing with Danny Welbeck and a Ketchianya. Uh, 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 it was, uh, where was it? In Luton somewhere for some reason. And, uh, and you I, played for Scotland, didn't you? And you did, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I was sort of, we were talking about this with, with, with Welbeck and he was such a charming chap. Uh, and he mentioned that, you know, but he just sort of laughed it off. And then I said, oh, I loved your goal that you scored against Sweden. I was there in Kiev in the Euros in 2012 where he scored that little flick. And I said... Oh, that was it was a great goal. That it was like a little, and I, the only player I could think off the top of my head who did it before was Del Piero in the Champions League final. And I said, "You did a little Del Piero flick," and he went, "Ah, it was a Welbeck flick, mate, or something." Which was really <laughs> good. I liked that. I thought yeah. he was a lovely, lovely guy. Anyway, sorry, I'm just indulging myself here, but it is ramble on, ladies and gentlemen. Crying out loud. So then I, you know, a play muted for celebration at international level. Yeah. I mean, that is just—it <laughs> has to be admired. But then what I do is, yeah. um, because I, I love. Flashy football boots. Yeah. What I do is, whenever I play, I have the England badge on one side, yeah, and the Sri Lanka badge on the other. I like that. And the Sri Lanka flag is is it's a hell of a flag. It yeah. is. It's quite something. It's quite colourful. So that would work very nicely. And so you know, I, I become this kind of representation mm. of, of of British Asia. Yeah. Of, of specifically, British Sri Lanka. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. And so I get the one side like that, uh-huh. and my parents are proud of me for a little bit. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wins here. You're sort of breaking ground here. You're yeah, quite well, unique... that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah I like this. I've like got to use this wisely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like later in interviews, I'll, I'll because obviously right at the beginning, mm. you really rally against it and you say things. That, mm. And I might say, I might say in an interview with Henry Winter, oh, I've yeah. always felt English. <laughs> you know, I always supported England <laughs> as a boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even in the cricket. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you know, I'll, I'll get older and I think, oh, you know, I shouldn't have done that, and I'll mm. be more active in the community and stuff mm. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't win anything with England, though. Yeah, because we are. I mean, come on. I know it's a fantasy. Well, but... in due course, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we. I tell you what, we put, we set the foundation. Even the Nations League. Come no, on. we don't win anything worthwhile. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm put it that way. Okay. We might do like the Le Tournoi Reader. Uh-huh. We'll win that. Okay, yeah. there you go. But I ended up having a really fruitful um, domestic career. You know, we win leagues. This is Manchester United. Manchester Are you getting United. back in the Champions League? We're getting back in the Champions League. Winning the Champions League? We're winning it, yeah. We, yeah. we get to three finals. We only win one. <laughs> Why? Because it, I, want it, I, want, I want this to be as realistic as possible. Okay, well, that's not realistic. Manchester United getting to three more finals. 
I just did a muted celebration. And Ferguson, I mean, Ferguson games. in his whole career at Manchester United got to three finals. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Cause he, cause four. He, so he, no, he got four, yeah. He got yeah. four. Um, so, yeah, so we're. Um, <laughs> All right. We're. So you're European champions. We're European champions, yeah. yeah. And then, so let's fast forward to. Um, I'm 33 now. Oh, so you're at Manchester United for. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying for the. Testimonial, who are you playing? Testimonial, who are we? Yeah, nice, like that. Got to play QPR. Like yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? No, 32. 32 is when I leave Manchester United. Okay, but you, it's still the testimonial because that's quite yeah, nice. Yeah, Don't yeah. Worry having, having the testimonial, yeah. Okay. In fact, no, I leave, but they have the testimonial in the summer. <laughs> right, okay. Okay. <laughs> and, as, and, and this is where I'm really going to indulge myself here in every sense because uh-huh. I love food. I love drinking. And also... What I'm going to do here is mm-hmm. I'm going to impart a little bit of Zinedine Zidane here. Mm. Now, Zinedine Zidane, when he was a young player, yeah. when he was trying to make it, decided that he was going to cut out all his vices. I think he was in his early 20s, maybe turning from his teens into his 20s. Mm-hmm. So he stopped smoking. All right. And then he started smoking again when he was at Juventus because yeah. he thought, actually, I'm pretty good now. Yeah, I'm, I think I could do this. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. that's fine. Yeah, Why don't I make it harder? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take up all the vices back up again. Right. And so I decided to go to Lyon. Oh, that's a good choice. Beautiful city. Gastronomical capital of Europe as well. Uh, indeed, yeah. I've been there. And so I balloon mm-hmm. while, while, <laughs> while playing, you know, playing quite well in Liga. You don't have to balloon. Uh, but I want to. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so... I just want to balloon. <laughs> yeah, I want to enjoy kind of the twilight of my career. What you want is you want to be... Uh, you know, original Ronaldo when he was back in Brazil or towards the end of his career where he's clearly enjoying his life. Yes. But he's still got all that sort of talent and so on. He's not quite the rip roaring player that he was. Yeah. And he's still a great like if you look at Ronaldo's goals when he was back in Brazil, uh, there's a great YouTube compilation because people can think, Oh, he went there and he he just kind of he still scored some magnificent goals there. Yeah. Yeah. That that's basically what I want. Because I, I I've got enough credit in the bank mm. there. Enough gravitas. I'm surprised you've gone for Leon though, in a in a in a proper league like Liga. I thought maybe I thought you might pick. Um, I th- I thought maybe you might go for Turkey, even though some Turkish sides might be sort of they might sound that, or, or maybe you might go for sort of like Benfica or something like that, in the sense of like by far the sort of best or in in among the sort of top two or three teams in the country. Yeah, I'm I'm going for lifestyle here, okay. and so I would I would normally pick Paris, but I don't want to play for PSG. No. Um, so yeah, so I, okay. I thought I'd pick Leon because I've always loved the Leon kit as well. Andy Brassel cheering you on, Exa- and exactly that as well. My, yeah, my yeah. goal towards getting Andy Brassel to be my dad, I get one step closer to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I end up playing for Leon, and through fighting through gout, we win. You know, a couple, <laughs> couple of league and titles, Coupe de France. We, you know, we make, we make some splashes in the Champions League without maybe winning a Europa yet. League. No, 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 we're no, no. Still that's too kind much. of top tier. Okay, okay. Yeah. We keep getting through to the knockout stages of the Champions League and falling there, so we yeah. never actually get into the Europa League. Okay, okay. Um, and let's say I kind of call it quits about thirty six mm-hmm. when the gout finally gets me. Yeah. And so then I, I, you know, I retire and, and when things... the gout finally <laughs> gets me. But then I kind of turn my life around. Here we go. Thirty six, I turn my life around. I think, well, you know, I've got to get healthy again because yeah. you know, yeah, I say yeah, I, yeah. maybe I have a health. Oh, gout's a pretty big health scare. I was going to say people are quite worried. Year old. <laughs> <laughs> for a thirty six year old professional athlete, <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't be getting gout. There's something seriously wrong there. So I turn my life around. I um, 
and you know, there's some people say, you know, he's, he's fit as he's ever been. Yeah. He's probably fitter now than when he played football. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm still fairly relevant. And I end up playing Soccer Aid at the age of 40. Ooh. So I play in Soccer Aid and I come up against, mm-hmm. I'm playing for the rest of the world thing because, you know, I had that double with yeah, 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 and they need the numbers. Yeah. You've got the option. Yeah. So I play for the rest of the world. Mm. And my opposite man yeah. on, the, on the England side is Marcus Speller. At, four, at the age of 40, is Pete Donaldson. Oh, right. Pete Donaldson, who at this point qualifies as a celebrity, yeah. not through his exploits at Sevilla B, <laughs> or as an oil-covered coach for Newcastle United, <laughs> but he just he's come off the back of a series yeah. of Celebrity Big Brother, because right. by then they're going to be scraping the barrel, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, of course, yeah. When are they not? Well, yeah. Um, so it's him, Bielsa's translator, <laughs> the reanimated corpse of Bez, and, and Donaldson storms it, he wins yeah, yeah, the whole yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. So we strike up a friendship off the back of this, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, and I've seen how he's li- lived his life, and I thought, you know what, I can change you. Mm. And you know, the one thing that anyone recommends anyone when they when they want to, when anyone talks about a lifestyle change, the advice you always give them is yoga. Get a Nutribullet. Ah. Uh-huh. So I get Pete Donaldson his Nutribullet, and right. I'm kind of with. He suddenly becomes my pet project. I want him to. What are you doing this? Rekindle himself. <laughs> And Winning then, the World Cup with England would have been more uh, realistic. No, the, I think this is the bigger challenge, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, yeah, carry on. Uh, but sadly, yeah. Pete Donaldson's death at 42. <laughs> why, are you, why, are you, why are you dragging his horrible, I want to cross the stream. narrative? I want to cross the stream. This is not the Avengers, my so, friend. So his death at 42 is caused by an accident with a Nutribullet. Oh, my goodness. And so from then, from then, then on, I'm making my life's work to find out what happened and launch. A, basically, my entire life is spent, mm. you know, trying to find out what happened to Pete Donaldson mm. and making Nutribullets safer. Why have you done that to yourself? Because I've I've had my career, mm. I've lived my life, and now now I'm because I I think this comes off the back of whenever I get really drunk, I always try and be mm-hmm. sage. I yeah. always try and give advice to people. Yeah, okay, and. You know, just try and make them feel better, but also overstep the line. And I think this is the best way of doing that mm. by avenging the death of Pete Donaldson. Avenging the death? Well, not avenging. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a bit. Maybe there'll be. A bit, or a bit trying of... to find it, trying to bring him back to life in some capacity. Yeah, maybe. Well, they brought Bez back, didn't they, for Big Brother? Yeah. <laughs> but um, no. I, so yeah, I, I think maybe maybe there would be a bit of avenging in there. Actually, yeah, come okay. to think of it, because uh-huh. I can't I can't be very happy. I've only known him for two years, mm. but sounds like it was a bit of a whirlwind. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and that that becomes my life work, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then you finish as a as a coach at QPR, presumably. No, no, no. I've made too much money. Okay. I, don't bother, I don't bother with the rest of that. Yeah, this is the thing. I'm bored as well by this point. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Well, I think we should end it there because I think that the listeners have got a little bit more of an insight into who you are as a man, and I think that 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 is slightly troubled them. But I think I've accomplished enough there. Mm. Maybe this says a lot about my own personal ambition. Yeah. That I see a lot of that as success, uh-huh. and that any more would be too much, too you much see, for me to handle. You see, if anybody, if any normal person wanted to cross the streams, that they would have said that they would have saved Pete Donaldson. Well, I tried. Got him a YouTube, and you failed. You have chosen to fail saving his life at the end of your fantasy career. That's how it's finished. A friend of yours, you failed to save his life. Well done. 
ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, a, Pete. Well, it's been a pleasure uh, having uh, Vitusha Nehantaraja talk about his fantasy career, which ends uh, with the death of Pete Donaldson. Thank you very much for listening. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ramble On. My name is Marcus Speller, and I've brought along your friend and mine, Jim Campbell. Hello, everyone. Today, Jim, we are going to build our football club. We're going to build it from the dust, and we're going to turn it into something quite spectacular. What badge are we going to have? What what kit are we going to have? What's the food the fans are going to be chomping on? What are the fans going to be like? Where are we going to play these matches? In a stadium, presumably. Are we going to custom build it? Are we going to steal a current stadium? Where will it be geographically? Are we going to pick up um, the Emirates and we're going to plonk it in the middle of Essex? Who knows, Jim? Who knows? We're going to find out right now. Um, I like the idea that we're going to steal a stadium. (laughs) Heist one. You, it's so hard. It, it really would be hard. You know, sometimes when you get those, uh, those kind of what are they? I want to say lorries, but you know those. Th- th- you stick a house on the back of a. Yeah, when you see when you see someone driving a house down the motorway. Yeah, exactly. And you go, Hang on, how can this possibly be happening? Stadium would be next level. Yeah, that would be great. While a game's going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody's even noticed. <laughs> That'd be quite good, wouldn't it? Uh, so, Jim, should we? What would you like to start with? Should we start well, with the you, kit? 
Yeah, let's start with the kit, actually. Have, okay. you, got, have you got any ideas to bring to this? Because we were actually discussing this on, on the Ramble last time I was on, yes. which is that I would quite like to see a team in, teams in finals playing a tuxedo. <laughs> you could I have... I wonder if... Yeah, you could have one of those kits where often like lower league Spanish or Argentinian sides do those kind of concept kits, don't they? Yes. And it could be shaped like a tuxedo or, or sort of designed... Well, I was thinking more an actual tuxedo to oh. boots and shin pads because it's a level playing field for everybody then. Yeah, it's going to get scuffed. It's going to get dirty. But they're professional athletes. There's, yeah. you know, the standard of football is still going to be immensely high. Yeah. Well, if, if you're getting paid 100 grand a week, you should be able to perform in a tuxedo. Yeah, and never get injured. No, that's right. Indeed. Or, or upset or depressed. Or, or age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I've gone a bit more traditional, if I'm honest. Yeah. With my approach. I love... I quite like a striped kit. Yeah. I used to own a Sanderson-sponsored Sheffield Wednesday kit growing up, blue and white stripes. Which I, remember we- that, I remember that so clearly. In fact, to me, that is the definitive Sheffield Wednesday kit. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I, and I quite Chris like Waddle. Waddle's Des there. Walker. That's right. Chrissy Wood's in goal. Um, and I, I do like the stripes. My, my favourite kind of kit makeup at the moment I do like Atletico Madrid and Paraguay and it's I do like the red and white shirts but it's the blue shorts as well that go with it right it is that three colors that complement each other perfectly Argentina with black shorts again beautiful absolutely beautiful big fan of that um but I and, and also as well if you have a striped kit it's a the chances are it's it's that little tiny bit more iconic because you'll always have the stripes. Yes, different kit makes and it can look slightly differently, but you've always got the stripes. It's a bit more um, recognisable straight away. Mm. Think AC Milan, Inter, you know. Yeah. Well, I was thinking to try and do something that's not really been done before. Mm. And I guess it's it's hard to differentiate between another colour with this, but like a silver kit would be pretty cool. And I mean like a silver surface yes. style, like reflective surface. Like, you know, the space blankets they give you, if you're in a movie and something <laughs> bad has happened, an ambulance has turned up and they just <laughs> yeah. give you a space blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know what those things are. Yeah, I, know, I know they just keep in heat and they're just weird. But yeah. like that reflective, that's, that's pretty good. sweet. That you look like a silver surfer. I think a thing with modern with modern footballers is they are a bit like superheroes, aren't they? Because we mm. see them in slow motion. They've got these colourful costumes on. Yep. I think why not lean into that? Mm. That's a great idea, to be fair. I mean, we're uh, going to need two kits, to be fair. We are, so that's definitely one. But the only problem is, would the sun kind of reflect off it, depending on what it's made of? Uh, possibly, but maybe we could use that to our advantage. <laughs> use the glare. That's against true. their opponents <laughs> that's true I, i'd say what our players wear sunglasses as well well they could wear specially designed contacts so you'd never know yes oh that's the spirit yeah yeah i, I like this we're gonna be <laughs> a very immoral club because we've not even named the club yet and we've decided that we're gonna cheat with science <laughs> wasn't pete used to play for a team called perfidious albion he did yeah so we're sort of maybe on those lines perhaps i don't know yes uh, I was well. Okay, you've sort of what you've done there is what I'm about to say is is quite plain and boring, but um, I think pink and white stripes with black shorts would look great. Genuinely, pink and white stripes with black shorts. I mean, it would, be, it would certainly be a look. Uh, but the pink kit, though, like Leicester have had an away kit, which is yeah. pink. Was it Leicester? Or Sheffield, you know? is fantastic. 
Juventus and also Inter Miami have kind of got the pink and black vibe going on with one or two yeah. there. And I think pink and black works, but actually pink and white stripes, quite chunky stripes with black shorts, I genuinely think that would look very, very yeah. sexapating. I mean, people do worry that pink mm. is for girls and pink is for girls, but it yeah. is also for boys and exactly. for women and for men yeah. and for anyone because yeah. it's a fucking colour, isn't it? <laughs> it's a colour. For, for, when you started that sentence, I did think to myself, who are you and what have you done with Jim Campbell? But then you came uh, you came roaring to the forefront. So exactly, exactly. Um, so everyone's at home in this kit because that yep. will be the home kit. And then the away kit, when we're on the road... Silver glary cheaty one. Damn right. Damn with right. Our, with our contact contact lens technology that I am fairly certain does not exist. But we, you know, we'll get onto that somehow. Yeah, or we'll get found out because presumably yeah. uh, we won't have the same we'll crop of players. For, for blind the... all of our players. <laughs> well, yeah, and also we won't have the same crop of players for the entirety of their career. So when one True. of them moves, they'll be like, you do know what they're doing over there. <laughs> Um, okay, so what about the um, the badge, the the emblem on the kit? I, uh, I, I there's 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 been a bit of crocodile chat on the ramble of late. It has alligator, but uh, you know, uh, well either same bloody yeah, thing, isn't it, Jim? Let's, let's not get caught up yeah. in the differences. No, that's right. It's it's like ap- ap- oranges and uh, clementines, you know, clemens, yeah, clemens, Cayman, you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, so, you, are you thinking an animal for the badge? Well, I, I'm not sure. I'm 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 a bit undecided at the moment. The 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 football team in France called Nîmes, spelt Nîmes, mm-hmm. uh, Nîmes. They changed their badge recently. They, they've got the crocodile, but yep. their old badge that which they changed two or three years ago was this. It's such a shame they changed it. It was a great badge. It was a crocodile with a football in its mouth, and I, nice. and I do quite like that. I do quite like the the pumice badge which quite predictably has a puma yes uh quite like the valencia one with it's got a bat and an old football i yeah that is good i also like the sampdoria one that's just a, a silhouette of a bloke that's right I smoke with a, a pipe. pipe in his mouth yeah mm. yeah that, that's his name but he has a he has a specific name he does quite like that and mm. also the river plates just says carp it does. Um, which doesn't translate particularly well similar no. to um Shakhtar Donetsk's wax tap. I'm not sure what that translates <laughs> as again. Presumably the name of the team. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking maybe that we could just have a really, really delicately finely sewn mm. outline of that amazing picture of Roy Hodgson and Sammy Lee <laughs> and just not not have a reason. Why do you have to have a reason? Like, who's that bloke in the Sampdoria badge? It doesn't matter, does it? I thought you were going to say, you know, that... that, that um photograph of was it manchester on new year's eve when the bloke oh yeah when the bloke's lying on the ground reaching for that beer when there's carnage in the background yet this bottle of beer is managed to (laughs) stay upright and he's he goodness knows what's happened to him he looks very very, calmest one in it yeah it's i mean if you haven't seen that i'm sure most of you have like a renaissance painting isn't it it's incredible it's class so you could have an outline of him reaching for the beer but an old football he's reaching for yeah nice that would be quite nice wouldn't it yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, into so that, it. maybe that was better than an animal. I was thinking if we were an English side, what would be like a typical well, English could, animal? <laughs> like a, I'll tell you what, you make one up. Yeah. It's got like a, a horse's head with a unicorn's like <laughs> horn and it's got tentacles, it's got wings. Yeah, and a machine three gun. Three penises. <laughs> a machine gun, yeah. 
and it looks in pain. It looks like no, it looks it angry. Doesn't know why it exists. It's, it's it knows it's an abomination. <laughs> Just wants to die. Yeah, I did think of um. This would be quite. I don't know why I thought this. I wrote down a man driving a moped. I don't know why. Just that'd be quite funny to have a kit. Like, what's that about? Oh, just shut up. Yeah. You wouldn't know. He should be looking to camera as well. (laughs) Like, you got. He gives you nothing from his expression. He gives nothing away. Exactly. I'll tell you what, I'm quite into spivs. Can we have a spiv? Remind me what a spiv is. So a spiv is like a guy from around the wartime where he'd have a big jacket and he'd have a little pencil moustache and he'd have a pinstripe shoe on and he'd, he'd open up his jacket and try and sell you a watch. We're having a spiv. I just but think they're funny. But he's opening up his coat and it's an old football. <laughs> yes. It's got to be an old football. Yeah. <laughs> that is quite good. So yeah, he can be the mascot and the badge. Spencer the spiv or something we'll call him. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Again, untrustworthy. Doesn't even pretend you can trust him. <laughs> What, what are we calling ourselves like the london rascals or something <laughs> yeah but like atlantis rascals maybe just like really throw everyone yeah that's right okay where where would our stadium be so i've been looking at different stadiums around the world i love that i think it's braga's stadium which is the one oh, that, yeah. where part of it is carved into the side of a mountain yeah and um, that's very cool have you seen the faroe islands national mm. team stadium well that's the stadium Daft little ground, silly game, fuck off. It is, isn't it? Yeah. That's the, the famous one, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's completely surrounded by water because you've got the sea on one mm. side and lakes on the other. Um, and there's a guy who, like, there's a guy on a boat that goes and gets balls that yeah, get lost be. when when they play there. And it's, Google it, it's, a, it's so picturesque. It's it's beautiful. Well, it's you get that with, um, I don't know how many baseball stadiums, but I've certainly been to one in San Francisco where their baseball stadium is right on the bay. Yeah. On the water. So if, you know, who was that? Oh, this is poor. Was it Ken Griffey Jr. who was one of their great players? Or Barry Bonds? I just know these names. You just made from... that one up. Yeah, exactly. Was That's it... got a massive Barry Grintles vibe to was it, it, it. Was it Billy the Big Bat guy? Uh, anyway, whoever it was, <laughs> it was one of those guys. And, uh, and you would have people, because he would just smack it out the stadium all the time. You'd have people, apparently, I don't know how true this is, but I'd imagine there's some truth in it, who would be there with like little little dinghy or little something to kind of go out and get the baseball that would be flowing wow. around. So you'd want something. I th- I thought that the problem with London, that, I mean, I'm, we don't have to be based in London. Uh, but be convenient for us though, wouldn't it? It would be very convenient. Owners. And convenience is the word, Jim, because often football stadiums are either on the outskirts of cities because they've moved there to, to build a new city or in London because it's so vast, you know the city, the the stadiums are in their various kind of neighbourhoods. Whereas I thought to have a stadium right in the centre of London, like imagine building a stadium like on Green Park or somewhere on Hyde Park, yeah, just bang or like it. in Buckingham Palace Gardens or something. Right, where's a stadium here now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd have to do it above it all. Uh, Maybe there's something to be said for that. Have it like no, you could just build, build a Hyde Park. huge, huge set of legs. And the legs act as stairs. <laughs> yeah, nothing dangerous about that. Uh, I, I think that, I think Hyde Park, like right in the centre of London. Hyde Park, right in the middle of it. Yeah, proper, proper. You know, that would be like plenty yeah, of transport I mean, options. Yeah, 
The German, not, I don't know. I don't hate it, Marcus. I don't hate it. The German market in the summer, uh, in the winter rather, would be a bit pissed off. But then yeah. they would sell a lot of sausages. They would. Um, they could keep that. You could do um, concerts in the stadium because they're they're already doing them. Yeah, exactly. I think this is a this, this works. It's and London so, needs another so it's football just stadium. Inner park. <laughs> yeah, so just inner park. And we right, would call okay. it the London Stadium just to annoy <laughs> West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> We we would refer to them as Stratford FC. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Speaking of food, what are we serving at the ground? Ooh, pies, uh, old fashioned yeah, pies, old fashioned pies. Um, what else? What's the what's the least convenient thing you could possibly possibly have? Oysters, maybe. Lob- but really, no, lobster. Lobster is the only thing they that they sell there. But, but cheap though, so the football fans they can afford all these fancy foods that they moan about. Yeah. Like in fact, in yeah. fact, they're so cheap, you'd be an absolute mug not to buy them. Yeah. So if you said, "Oh, what, what did you have to eat?" Well, we had oysters, and we had, "Ah, oh, look, at, yeah, but they're only two pounds for like yeah. eight oysters." And it's, it's literally the only thing they sell. Yeah, that'd be an idea. Lots of sweets. Yeah, lots Candy of sweets floss. would be good. Pick a mix, like everywhere. They have it's that at Wembley. The place. They have what you know, the Kingdom of Sweets. It's called. Yes. Which is a really crap name. It really is, actually, isn't it? Yeah, because it's just like a little stall kind of thing. But, I mean, obviously they've got a lot of sweets there. But it's, it's not a kingdom. No. It's not I'll tell you a... what we could do yeah. is, obviously, you know, we're going to need money. Mm-hmm. It's, hard to, it's hard to make money without selling out. Maybe the stadium could just be a massive M&M's world, <laughs> like with a, with a pitch in the middle of it. Yeah. Well, the one on Leicester Square in central London again. Oh, yeah, that'll be nothing compared to this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like that. Just everyone's on a big old sugar high. Okay. Yeah, constantly. Um, You've got, the, got these spivs knocking about. Just <laughs> so That's how you, that's how you buy M&Ms. the food. You've got to look for spivs and then they sell you them. <laughs> They've got, got it in, sell it out of their jackets. <laughs> and watches. You can buy, you can buy yeah. odd food choices and then, and then watches. Um, yeah, I, I do quite like that. Um, who would you fancy as a sponsor? I, I thought um, my favourite ice cream at the moment is Jude's. Have you ever had Jude's ice cream? I have. It's really good, it isn't it? And fantastic. it's actually quite low calorie as well. It is, and they're quite an ethical company. So I thought, yeah. you know, that's the one place where we can be um, yeah. responsible. Although, as you said, we are a bit spivvy, aren't we? We're a bit naughty. Do you yeah. think we should have? Do you think we should open the doors then to like? Uh, I don't know, like, like BAE systems. Which ones are they? They make weapons. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, we'll have arms dealers on the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Openly. We'll try and, like, we'll try and be the vehicle to make it socially acceptable to sell arms on the telly. <laughs> and again, you get the right spiv, what's he got in his jacket? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's got a bazooka. <laughs> Is that a Tommy gun on the terrace? <laughs> uh, no, no, I think we should, I think that, I think we should, uh, we should have a, we shouldn't do that. All joking no. aside, because this is ramble on and it's very, very serious. Um, mm. I, I'd be happy with Jude's ice cream because we would get freebies. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Even, I mean, it's there might be a bit of a conflict of interest if it is in a giant M and M's world, plonked in the middle of Hyde Park. But that'll uh-huh. be for them to to duke out. I think we'd be. Okay. They'll find they'll find a compromise. They both want to sell. Yeah, that's, sell that's wares. true. Uh, what about um, who would you who would you fancy as the manager for this team? I'm gonna, I know exactly who I want. Fizzer. No, it's Kevin Keegan until he gets it right. He can't quit until he wins the league. You know as well as I do. 
that uh, he's therefore got a job for life. Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> but I mean, he's not going to give up his principles. Obviously, we're going to try and furnish him with as, as much money as possible to give him the squad he wants. Mm-hmm. And he can do what he does best, which is all out attack. Wouldn't mm. you love to see that? I would love to see. And he's obviously a very likable chap. So exactly. We'd have a lovely old time. You see, I was thinking, I thought Carlo Ancelotti, just because uh, how could that not be a wonderful thing? But then how about this, Jim? Maurizio Sarri, old Smokey Morris, because the thing is with, with Sarri is we saw him at Napoli take them probably as far as he, they could. Unfortunately for him, yeah. Juventus are there. Um, he then went to Chelsea and he got sacked because they were a bit too demanding, despite winning the Europa League. And then yes, he went to... Remember it well. Yep. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. And then he went to Juventus and won the league. But I mean... People would say, well, of course he won the league, you know, easy pickings yeah. with Juventus, and they got rid of him. Just to say to Sari, we would like free-flowing attacking football, and we're not going to sack you anytime soon. Yeah. Like, relax, take it easy. Um, eat all the cigarettes you like. Yeah, you can't you can't smoke the cigarettes. You can just eat them because, you know, that's probably less damaging to your health. I don't know. Yeah, you could probably smoke in the park. Yeah, You'd probably be loud. Yeah. But uh, I don't Which know. I'd probably sell it to him, to be fair. But he comes across as a nice chap. He's going to kind of not cause any trouble, I don't think. I just feel a bit sorry for him, I think, because he's, he's obviously yeah. a very good manager and he plays good football. I, I'm going to insist that it's Kevin Keegan until he gets it right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, you're talking to me, you're talking to me here, Jim. <laughs> you know. uh, what about, what, who would you fancy uh, as captain? Do you remember Robin Friday, <laughs> the maverick footballer who preferred drinking and LSD yeah. to training. I mean, I don't remember him. I know this makes it harder for Keggy. <laughs> yeah, but, but Keggy would... But maybe that's deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I've had some of Robin's tea. Um, <laughs> I, I I, mean, Robin Friday, he's, he's, he died a number of years ago, didn't he? He did, yes. Yeah. He, and obviously, the Super Fairy Animals song, Man Don't Give a Fuck, is about him. Actually, he, I don't know if it is about him. I think that might be he's a bit on the front of a myth, cover. he's on the cover of it, yeah. Yeah, given the visa. It, it, it goes together very well. Yeah, it does. I mean, the club won't last very long if he's captain and Keggy's manager. Well, it depends on who you put around him, doesn't it? See, I thought of, of a captain. I thought if we're going like full throttle, full, full um, throttle as opposed to full frontal, uh, well, maybe we one often leads to the other. Oh, um, we could have a kit with, kit with poppers on it. What about, <laughs> what about celebrations? See, the see-through kit? Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, no one. I, I, that's probably against the rules, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. As I said, we, we're trying to bend the rules, as as we've already sort of laid out. I was thinking someone like full blooded, like Terry Butcher. Terry Butcher. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Isn't isn't he a bit of a Wally though? Yeah, Butcher. that's true. And then I settled on. He'd just keep going on about Maradona, wouldn't he? He would. Yeah. To be fair, it'd, it'd bore you to tears. It's like he's dead, Terry. Leave it. Um, yeah, but he so mugged I, didn't, you off. I didn't. He, settle- he mugged you off forever. Yeah. Just accept it. I, di- I didn't settle on butcher. I thought to myself, well, if we're going to be a bit naughty and a bit spivvy, then we need a captain who is going to give the impression that we're perhaps classier than we are are appearing to be, and who can be likable and 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 basically. Um, Give us a bit of credit in the bank with with those with the doubters, and I just thought Paolo Maldini. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, just the thought of the man. 
in that pink enough. and in white and black kit. Pink, white, and, and black the silver. kit. And then the, and then the see-through third kit, especially <laughs> that one. Oh, the see-through third kit with the with, with the poppers on the front, so you can open it when you celebrate. Not that he needs not to booked. open it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess for the see-through kit, all of the all the players are going to have to have the sponsor and the badge temporarily tattooed onto them, aren't they? But oh yeah, the sponsor. Yeah, I think I think those that temporary tattoo technology is quite good at the moment. So <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll get around that. There we are. Is, have we missed anything? What about the I fan so. fan culture? Fan, I, I imagine that's going to be quite strange <laughs> uh, based on the makeup of the club. I think that sort of thing has to grow organically, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, we posi- we can't possibly start dictating <laughs> yes. that. Started out with spivs. <laughs> Grew from there. <laughs> yeah, that is the kind of. But then our 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 fans they would dress up as spivs wherever yeah, they went. That was exactly. the vibe. Or maybe actually, maybe that should be reflected in the kit. Then a sort of pinstripe <laughs> kit. The badge. It, the badge is in like an open pocket watch. But it, yeah, but if you're thinking, I mean, if with with the spiv, I'm thinking the the, the long brown jacket. Yeah. Would that would that be fair? Yeah, yeah, but underneath that, they'd be wearing a pinstripe suit. And all the players have got to have pencil moustaches. Although, what about a pinstripe kit? Well, this is, this is what I mean. This is what I'm getting Oh, at. see, sorry, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, think, well, I think we're all agreed, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, the London Spivs, that's us. Damn right. There we are. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope this has been enlightening for you. Um, Jim and I are good guys, honest, but uh, if we were given a football <laughs> club... We'd turn it into it would a big, not do well, a big old spivvy affair. But you'd all be invited, <laughs> and uh, you'd, you'd you'd very much enjoy the pies. There we are. Thanks very much, Jimmy. Thank you. Pleasure, everybody. See you next time on Ramble On. Yep, we told you it was bizarre. If you want more of that, then sign up to our Patreon for as little as $5 a month over at patreon.com forward slash football ramble. We'll be back with another episode from the Patreon archives tomorrow. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.